No way. I don't have to finish this burrito. I'm going to how, eat it how far while we're doing are you? this. I'm about halfway through. Oh my god! Oh, no. It's been like ten hour. minutes. Dave, I ate a whole, almost a whole pan of enchiladas today. Yeah, but you weren't speaking. <laughs> Jeez, and not applying Diablo sauce. <laughs> yeah, because the sauce is baked with the enchiladas, so it's already there. Well, aren't I you fancy? Get enchiladas. Yes, because I cook, Dave. That is. Yeah, a... I found out Dave doesn't cook. I hate cooking. It is <laughs> the bane of my existence. If what? cooking could be obliterated from the human lexicon of things to do, I would be so happy. So, well, That's with funny. that, uh, without further ado, let's start the podcast. Five, four, Wait, we, didn't what? we don't know what we're talking about. What? <laughs> oh. That's what we're talking about. Well, we got sidetracked. Well, we're going to start off. Shockingly. Well, I know how we're going to start, and that's going to be all Beth talking about the draft lottery. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. pressure. And then after that is uh, freewheeling. I have ideas. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, management changes. Then we're going to talk about players doing cool things. Then we're going to talk about new players doing cool things. Then we're going to talk about players that are injured. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so without further ado, five, four, three, two, and one. Welcome back to the Happy Hour. Uh, my name is David Oje, and it is May 4th, and I am joined by Veronica. Yeah. Ashley. Hello. And Beth. Hello. And Beth has returned. She's Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Yay. Thank you. Uh, we were, <laughs> Happy to be here. We were honestly lost. We had no idea how to, how to yeah, function. We, we missed you. When we did our I draft lottery podcast. Too. Silences. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared, honestly, but um, oh, we got no. through it, so we had our short episode, and now we're going to have a regular episode tonight. Um, Yay! I believe that the Bruins and um, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are in overtime currently. Um, no, Tampa Bay scored. Uh-huh. No, like three oh minutes ago. God. Mm -hmm. The Bruins are out. Good. Well, not mm. out. They're out, not out. But, not yet. But they're on the cusp now. Sorry. On the edge. Some terrible my temporary favorite team is playing now. Yeah, my my terrible journalism right there. Um, like other <laughs> Montreal media. So, <laughs> and then now, yes, we have the Knights and San Jose now, and who knows how that series is going to go. I think I got I got the Knights. So do I. Yeah. I know how that series is going to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's super it's funny because honestly, like usually San Jose is my default team once the Habs are out. What? They usually, Dang. I should say. But this year, I want Vegas to do it. Yeah. It would be pretty cool. It would be it would so be. cool. I would be so... I'm, I have, like, two, I have complicated feelings on the subject, mainly because of my mother. She moves to <laughs> Vegas. They get a hockey team. They become her hockey team, and they're doing amazing. And I told her on the phone yesterday, or the day before, <laughs> whenever it was. I was like, Mother... You are getting spoiled. <laughs> Just you wait until the team sucks and you don't come crying to me to be a Habs fan again. She's like, yeah, I know. <gasps> she was a Habs fan previously and she abandoned them? It's a mercurial situation that I have to, <laughs> that I have to talk about. I don't know. Well, she doesn't ever listen to this stuff anyway, so I can just say whatever I want. Willy-nilly of the consequences. <laughs> and... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. But she was a default Habs fan. It's not like she followed them religiously, but right, you know, right. that's the thing. It was Montreal, and there it was. Yeah. So, with all that out of the way, uh, good job, Tampa Bay. Who got the overtime winner? Do we know? Um, uh, Dan, Ger Dan Girard, I think. Girardi, yeah. Yeah, Girardi. Ah, the former Ranger, I believe. Yes. Yes. From bygone years. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Since Beth was out uh, for the draft lottery uh, freak out that we had, <laughs> it goes to, it, you know, we should start off the podcast by asking Beth, what do you think of picking third overall? Give us your unfiltered opinion. Unfiltered? Yup. <laughs> That's right. Unfiltered? Damn straight. Um, holy shit. Bam! <laughs> So, okay, so let me tell you guys what happened. I was working. I'm a bartender. I work a lot of night shifts. And I was 
not able to be off that evening. And so I was serving people their beverages and trying to catch the three-second blip of the draft. And I missed (laughs) it. And I was freaking out. I was like, I missed it. And we're not allowed to have our phones on us at work. So I couldn't even, like, check my phone because that distracts from serving people. What kind of which I'm getting paid to is do. that? Jesus. <laughs> I know. It's insane. It's the year of Ridiculous. our Lord, 2018. It's, it's a <laughs> terrible work environment, trust me. Um, <laughs> not being allowed to have She's your joking. cell phone. Will they anyway, sponsor yeah, us? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally joking. Like, not, yeah, yeah. Not having, <laughs> my cell phone is – I don't need it really for bartending. Sometimes I have to Google a weird shot. I digress. <laughs> um, so I was, I missed it. And I was like, I was like talking to, I was like, to like talking to random people at the bar. Did you see Montreal come up on one of those cards? And they're like, what are you talking about? We're watching this other thing over here. Like what, this hockey, what? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I went into a corner hmm. and I snuck my phone out. <laughs> and I like looked really quickly at um, 15 through 4 and I was like Montreal's not there not there they're not there and I was like oh god so now I have to wait another hour ish to see so I went and I put my phone back it was two and a half oh, it was two and a half yeah I did I don't remember what it was yeah it was it's like the was longest very, second period was, in the history yeah. of hockey yes. <laughs> so I was like trying after when I noticed that the time was winding down on that period of hockey, I was like, okay, I was trying to watch, but I couldn't and I missed it again. And I was like, I am going to die. I'm going to die. (laughs) And people were watching me run around like a crazy woman and talk to myself. And they're like, what is wrong with her? And like one (laughs) of my coworkers is like, Elizabeth, like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't know what draft pick my hockey team got this is the first year that I understand what's going on and that I actually care and we're getting a good pick and I don't understand like I can't I don't know what we got and they're like go check your phone I'll watch the bar if I will send out a bird signal if uh-huh. a manager is coming <laughs> like just go check your phone and so I did and we got third and I said holy shit oh my god holy shit and I was waving my arms everywhere and then I had to go serve tables, but, but I was, I had a smile plastered on my face for the rest of my shift because the Habs got a third, a, a third pick in the first round. Like what, what? what? Anyway, I'm very excited. Um, I don't really have grounded opinions on who I think should be picked because I have not, the only person I've seen play is uh, little Kachuk. Um, and <laughs> eight jillion people have already like just skewered him, and so I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything else. I trust in the management, and I think they will pick who we need. And I'm gonna wait and see what happens on June 22nd, which I did request off work, so oh, I will no. be watching. <laughs> Good call. Nailed it. Watching. You can't have a repeat. No, no, we cannot. No, but Oof, yeah. What a traumatizing day. It was very it was, stressful. It was stressful. Yeah, we're glad you made stressful. it out. That's good. Good job. Do you know what I, I yeah. did think I, I forgot to mention in the draft episode is that a really underrated bonus of how everything turned out is that Ottawa also got screwed <laughs> out of their positioning. And that just makes me so warm and happy inside. And for when, me, when, that keep going. When bad things happen to Ottawa, I just enjoy that. That's all. <laughs> oh, no. Totally. Um, for, oh, and by the way, I did do some homework about how it all works, like why people jump up and how come automatically Carolina was in the top three and I was so confused. I did do a little bit of homework because I only pretended to understand Ashley's explanation. <laughs> <laughs> but I do kind of get it. And so <clears throat> that... The Ottawa thing, though, brings up an added stressor as a Habs fan because, you know, because Ottawa is going to get the next best available person. And if it isn't the default Zadina who we choose, I'm just, that's going to haunt us for the rest of our lives. If Ottawa gets that 
actual next best person at four. Like I don't want to be negative or pessimistic or anything, but that is the kind of thing that keeps me up at night, quite frankly, that Ottawa is picking right after we are. The thing is, to a gross majority of the Habs fan base, regardless of what happens with either of those two players, that one will always look better than what we have. So, I mean, you can worry about that, but it's gonna happen no (laughs) matter what. That's true. That's true. It's a given. It's a given. So, So, speaking of... Where we're going to choose. I know that last time I, I spoke about Kachuk and honestly, there's nothing that I've heard about Kachuk this week that sort of uh, dissuades me from my last opinion on draft day or draft lottery day. But I listened to, you guys know who Bob McKenzie is, right? Who? Yes. Um, <laughs> say our, it again. Who? Our based Bob. <laughs> you are in heaven. <laughs> Margaritaville be his name. So I don't. Well, you never know, right? Like in the states, it, there, there's all kinds of different experts that you listen to. So I never know how far the reach of the Canadian guys goes. But um, I was listening to his Bob cast, and um, listened to him actually this morning on TSN six ninety, and he was talking about how Zadina is the guy to go at three, assuming that Svechnikov goes at two. Period. Full stop. Uh, you know, just elite goal scorer, pucks in the back of the net, no-brainer in his opinion. However, he left the most interesting thing for his Bob cast. Damn it, Bob. I know, right? He's so, so damn smart. He really is. He really is. And it's like he brought up something that, I mean, admittedly, I've been paying less and less and less attention to, you know, sort of the chatter out of Montreal these days. But he brought up something really interesting in Dudley going to Carolina and Carolina having the second overall pick. Ah, yes. Uh, I know where this is going, but continue. Do you know where this is going? I have a good idea. is famous for, he has in the past traded, he's been in possession of three first round picks and he's traded them. Hmm. And by virtue of uh, Dalene being the consensus, unanimous, first overall, no-brainer, he's going to... It's basically like Dudley is now holding on to the first-round pick. And he's famous for trading it. He's not afraid to trade it. And they haven't all been home runs, but there's a possibility. What if we could get Svechnikov? Right. Exactly. Wait, now with Dudley there and for people, I I wanted to bring this up later, but with uh, Dudley, Rick Dudley, assistant GM moved to Carolina, right? And he'll be be in charge of the second round pick. Yes. Okay. You said the first round. Oh, wait. No, but it's it's like the de facto first round because Darlene isn't a consideration because Buffalo's taking him, period, full stop. Unless something, unless Jack Eichel says, I don't want that Swedish kid on my team. <laughs> unless he steps in and throws his weight around. Yeah, exactly. But, but you yes, guys are exactly. saying, you guys are saying round. I think you just mean overall. Yes. Oh, yes. Is where the confusion Sorry. happens. Yes. Okay. Our not- thank you speech pathologist. You're welcome. <laughs> Words are important. I feel like I ran out of Exactly. But yes, first overall and second overall and yeah. Yeah. I am totally on board with that idea and it would be a... Oh, how awesome would that be to get uh, Smetchnikov? Because like I said in the last week's uh, podcast, if we got first or second, done. It's either going to be Donnelly or Smetchnikov. If we get third, that's the one where it's like, crap, we can get any player we want, but you know, we probably want one of these uh, elite scorers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Even though last mm-hmm. week I was one of the guys flouting the idea, oh, well, we could get Katkaniemi uh, as a center, and that's not very popular in the Twitterverse, but I wouldn't... <laughs> Like I, I wouldn't jump Craig off. Craig Button likes that idea. Yeah, well, Craig Button also yells a lot. I kind of like that, but he's a. <laughs> thank you, Craig, for your opinions. But you can be a weirdo sometimes. But thank you anyway, <laughs> if you're listening. Sorry, buddy. And uh, <laughs> and it's just um like I'm I'm not gonna jump off a cliff if we get caught on Miami. You know, I think that would still be a solid pick for the for the Habs. But there we are. And people bring up the the comparison with where Carey Price got chosen in right, his right. draft 
and you know all of the the pearl clutching around everywhere among the experts so you never know and like i don't know if i'm not gonna freak out whoever we get i will freak out though if before the first overall pick we hear we have a trade to announce (laughs) (laughs) then yeah i think that's gonna be a really exciting day i hope i hope my ideal situation is that Rick Dudley espionages his way into Carolina that doesn't that practically do not have a front office at the moment, I don't think. Like who the heck He doesn't even there? know what he's gonna do. Exactly. Even yeah, that so there's all that, you know, craziness going on in poor Carolina down there. And um <clears throat> excuse me. Such a good burrito. burrito. So burrito break. <laughs> <laughs> so my ideal pie in the sky, dancing unicorn situation is that somehow Rick Dudley gets us Svechnikov and we make a trade to get like either the 9th, 10th, or 11th pick, wherever that is, to get Katka Niemi as well. And then everything else plays out and we get to Varys. Yeah, let's get both. (laughs) Yeah, I know, exactly. If we can, just get rid of like three of those second round picks and get Katka Niemi. I don't care. Just do something cool <laughs> or just use all the second round picks in the second round. It's fine because I mean, the Habs have a really strong position in this draft and they can make some stuff happen if they want to. And it's going to be exciting to see what happens. And I can't wait. Cause I think I'm actually going to be in Montreal that weekend for a, a St. John Baptiste day and all that good stuff. Ooh, I'm jelly. Mm. Nice. I'm jelly too. I've never been up there for that stuff. So it should be fun. That's cool. It is cool. Thank you. It's super cool. Thanks. So yeah, that's my that are my thoughts on it. Um, any other thoughts on on the draft lottery, or are we we beating a dead horse at the moment? I mean, I think it's I my always opinion is that it's just such a crapshoot at this point. They're all kids. We can see what they've done, but does anybody really have any idea what they're going to do um, going mm. forward? Um, I just I just worry that people see see beside Kotkaniemi and think, oh, there's the answer. Let's get him. And then I just see Galchenyuk happening all over again. And I don't particularly feel like living through that again, since we're still living through it the first time. Yeah, exactly. So that part makes me nervous. I, I would like to steer clear of him for that reason alone, just so we're not going through that whole experience again. Fair enough. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that makes sense. Fair oh, enough. So... While we're talking about centers, and just to close this out, the second thing that Bob mentioned on his Bobcast, which I am not a big fan of, is that he, yeah, in his opinion, he doesn't think that Montreal is going to get Tavares. He thinks that Tavares is going to reject Montreal. <gasps> yeah. Why? He didn't I even give reasons. a really good reason. So no, he's wrong. What, yeah, exactly. So he was talking about if you know, Tavares wants to get a go go to a win now team. He sees more of a possibility in San Jose, who everybody's sort of so paranoid or sort of so on board that the, San Jose is going to make a big push for for Tavares. But uh, he didn't really give a good reason why Tavares would say no, other than Montreal is not going to win now. But you don't know if Montreal, if Tavares goes to Montreal, Montreal will be win now. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see San Jose being win now over Montreal. Like, like of all the teams in the NHL, that's not the one I would point to and say, "Yep, they're the up and comers." Hmm. So there's, it's just such a sort of a weird opinion when you're talking when you, okay, so yeah, we had a terrible year, but look at all the players that we have. Look at all of the centers that Bergevin has signed. All of these kids that he's been signing, I can't even pronounce all their names, but the list is like 10 long, right? Oh, okay. But (laughs) like if Tavares goes to Montreal, he will be win now. But he just, he he says this and he, he, I'm so sorry, Lucky, you're going to have to wait a moment. Um, He says, (laughs) Miss Lucky, he (laughs) says these things like, uh, like, I don't think he would say these things lightly. I prefer myself to believe Gord Miller's opinion that Montreal is the place that Tavares is going to land. But he just kind of doesn't even give any reasons. And part of me, like, 
part of me is really, really afraid, especially because of all this baseball talk recently in Montreal about, you know, the possibility of, you know, getting another baseball team and everything. Like, don't forget that fan apathy was a huge part of the Expos leaving Montreal. And I wonder if people are looking at the shit show that has gone on in the fan base and sort of like the, like it's not just because of the fan base, but it's like social media and everything and the noise and everything and how it, how it, how it, it has to have some sort of an effect, especially on the millennial players. Like you wonder what other reason would he have for not wanting to go there? You know, original six, Montreal's a gorgeous city. Um, you know, it's close to Toronto where he's from. Uh, Carrie Price is playing there. Shea Weber's playing there. You've got Galchenyuk and, and you know, all these young players and the third overall pick and everything else. Like, why wouldn't it be attractive? Agreed. Sorry. Keep talking. No, no, it's okay. We like it. <laughs> no, I talk. totally agree. So I that was the that right. I did not like. <laughs> well, you know what? It can now be uh, the happy hour versus Bob McKenzie. Bob, <laughs> you're wrong. John Tavares is going to be a Montreal Canadien, and that's okay. it. Okay. Done. All right, Bob? Yeah. Sip on a margarita <laughs> on a beach, why don't you? Enjoy and send us pictures, please. It looks like you have a blast every time. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to go to Maui and walk into Bob and be like, yes, day complete. Let's party. <laughs> Would you wear matching shirts, like Hawaiian shirts? No, I'd be wearing black, as usual. (laughs) It's funny. Anyway, so next topic. What do we got on the list, on my list at least, is, um, yes, uh, we already talked about Rick Dudley. Um, Is there anything else to talk about with Rick Dudley moving to Carolina? He's probably going to be a Plakenic in Toronto as Dudley is to Carolina and help us out, of course. (laughs) No, not really. Okay. So then the other, this is the big flipping news that came out last week and that we got Dominica Ducharme as the assistant Ooh, coach yeah. of uh, Le Canadien de Montréal, former coach <laughs> of the Mooseheads while somebody, Jonathan <laughs> Drouin, had a career year with the Mooseheads under uh, Ducharme. And also, Ducharme also coached uh, the World Juniors for Team Canada. And who was he coaching? Matei and Juleson. Boom. Correct, Amundo. And that's what I have to Beautiful. say on the topic. It's just very nice. He's also nice to look at. And when you've got Ew. something like Ducharme. He okay, is. I don't know. We just listed a bunch of people, so I wanted to make sure I was out about <laughs> he him. Is a, he is a handsome person, I yes, will admit. he's a very handsome devil. And so having that guy behind the bench, especially with um, the way that he is used to, to being around youth, mm-hmm. I think is going to be invaluable to Very Julian. Important. And I think that Julian recognizes that. And that's just, and like his relationship with um, Jonathan Druin is, I don't know. There's just nothing to not like about this hire. I can only imagine. I think that's a, sorry, I think that's a really important point you bring up though, especially with how well all the young kids did this year coming up how the team despite Pierre Maguire's constant comments is actually trending more towards the younger side with all those young kids coming up I think it's really important to bring in someone that has experience and success with younger kids and motivating them and teaching them and bringing them together in that cohesive group so I think that's a really important aspect of this hire and it's really exciting I also think Mark Bergevin is just doing his hiring based on arm circumference at this point. <laughs> oh, it's just—it's a theory I'm working on. We'll we'll see how it pans out, but it's it's a working theory at the moment. Every one of I wonder the guys, if they have like jacket splitting contests. Seriously, <laughs> every one of the guys behind the bench now. We got Muller, we got Ducharme, um, Julian, maybe not as much, but those two that we just mentioned and Bergevin. Jesus Christ. Can can they just like walk into a bar and arm wrestle for drinks all night or something? (laughs) I can imagine they would. So that is pretty cool. But that's super exciting news for all the reasons that uh, you guys uh, mentioned. I can't wait to see how the team looks next year. I can't wait for Ducharme to sit Druan down and be like, Bud, what's going on? What do you need? And they figure it out. That's super exciting. You just had a hard year of transition of playing 
out of his, you know, out of his natural position, quote unquote. And people are people are talking about him now more and more about keeping him at center. I I ideally would love for him to be at the wing, and I think that the organization would as well. As Bergevin has said, in an ideal world, he would be on the wing. Oh, and he got dragged for that, of course. But yeah, but it's just the truth. Right. It is. It is the truth. It is the truth. You know, and <clears throat> we didn't have <clears throat> somebody who was ready to be at C at one C. And Druan had the balls to step up and say, "Yeah, I'll do it." He he took his assignments. Yes, at times he looked like he, uh, you know, he was accused of being lazy, quote unquote. Uh, and not trying and not into it and everything else. But like you put yourself in the shoes of these players of, uh, it, during a season where they're not doing well and he's not in his natural position and he is used to scoring and being the man and, and you know, being like, how was his playoff year that last year that he was with Tampa? He got 14 points. Oh, yeah, he or was a monster. Goals or whatever it was. Like he's used to. He's used to scoring. It's like Kelchenyuk who just wants to score and rip pucks and score. So, but people are talking about him staying at center, which I find interesting because I would love for him to be at wing with the proper center. It all depends. That's John uh, Tavares. Exactly. John Tavares or Kukuniemi or something. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I got I to put, put that to bed because I know somebody's just going to find me on the sidewalk and slug me about it. <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> Um, yeah, so with Druan, who knows, with him being a winger or a center, I can imagine if I was a betting man, and I am, but I'm not betting with anyone currently, that he <laughs> would, um, he'll, he'll probably more, more than likely play, uh, center next year, unless the unicorn enters the locker room. He's going to. I'm going to will it. The unicorn or Druan? Which one are you willing? <laughs> John Tavares. Oh. <laughs> Come on, so the get unicorn. With it. Yeah, yes. the unicorn. <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> um, I honestly still think Duran could be at sea. I think I think this was a year of growing pains for him. I think he can get there. I think he just needs to feel more confident in himself doing that. And I think an entire year at sea could have done that for him. And he can start this next year fresh, being like, okay, now I know my expectations and what I'm supposed to do and have a little bit more confidence in himself doing it. I have complete confidence in him and his sort of determination and work ethic and everything else. I just, I, I, I selfishly would like to see him at sea because we would have 11 million trillion goals. That's how I feel about him. That's, yeah, and that's funny. Cause that's like literally how I feel about Galchenyuk is I just want him at wing to score goals. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want him to do. <laughs> I guess Drew Ann's taking Galchenyuk's spot for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get You're there with You're both capable Duran. of it. Exactly. Just, oh, my God. If we got that one C. That'd be it. That'd be the whole team right there. That would be. That's it. Bam. That's your win now. One C. Bob McKenzie. Yeah, Bob. Don't tell us what to think. <laughs> Jesus, we already have. Everyone else at TSN 690 doing that for us. Oh. And others, but I'll, I'll keep things civil for today. Because this is supposed to be a, ha- a happy hour, not a downer happy- hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also further, <clears throat> some updates actually just now. I finished my burrito. <clears throat> oh, oh, my good. God. Thank God. Oh. I know. I'm sorry, everyone, that had to suffer through that, but I was um, I was ravenous and I needed to eat, and thus I have ate. Um, I I will say though, Dave, there were a couple audible swallows, and as a speech pathologist, yes. I'm a little bit concerned for you. <laughs> Maybe perhaps... that's why you had things stuck in your throat last week. <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's a conversation for off the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, we'll my next okay, we're gonna veer off a little bit here and talk about this for a second. Are we? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> my sorry. next, my next uh, doctor's appointment is coming up on May 11th, and I was honestly going to ask the guy, "Hey, can I get a CAT scan for my throat? Because it's not right." And uh, we'll see how that works out. 
don't know. I'll, oh. I'll Everybody cross your fingers for Dave. Send him oh, good vibes. He'll be fine. I'm sure I just gotta get like a kick in the throat to logic back up straight. <laughs> yes, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, maybe it does in the states. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Ah, <laughs> uh, so on the next uh topic for the happy hour, we are going to talk about some players. And in particular, um, this is probably old news, so it's kind of outdated, so I'll bring it up first. Uh, Brennan Gallagher was nominated for the King Clancy by the Habs. However, the finalists at this point have uh, been mentioned, and Gallagher's not one of them, unfortunately. But still, Mm -hmm. very good for Gallagher to get the nomination nod, and uh, congratulations. As always, top scorer for, I mean, this was a career year for him, essentially. Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially in those, um, what's the word? Oh, I can't think of it. Search intangibles. There we go. Yeah. Oh, especially in the intangible ways for him this year, I just think he's made a huge leap in the whole leadership aspect and how to. Um, he's always been good at presenting himself in front of the media. I just think it took another step even this year, and I just I don't know. I was proud of our little friend this year. So was I. He's yeah. just relentless. Yeah, he's the man. Love it. He is the man. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of he does a lot of work with the Shriners. Um, very uh, quietly. Very, very quietly. quietly. Mm-hmm. You would never know. And um, yeah, no, he's a hero. I'm super proud of him. Mm-hmm. Values hashtag <clears throat> for no one in particular. <laughs> so moving on. He has a good attitude. He has a great Correct. attitude. He does. He has a habitude. Man, love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next uh, bit with players and the more veteran guys is, uh, man, that one interview with Plakenic, is it going to happen? I'm more convinced now because of that. Does Don't anyone know what I'm he, talking about? He was talking no. about it on the on his way out. Yeah, as well. But I mean, like he was like leaving, and he was like, "I'll be back." Yeah, I'll be back, guys. Yeah. Fine. I can't and, do a Czech accent, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> told, well, you know, I just like. Habs players and I want to play in club and I don't want to listen to wife sing all day. I want to play Canada. Right? No, is, that, he, is that a placanic? No, he's pretty good at English. <laughs> no, he's great at English. But yeah, I, don't, I don't hear him speak a lot. He's a very quiet person. He is definitely that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, wasn't it a recent uh, interview with like one of the French media outlets? Yeah. And he pretty much said my number one priority this summer or whatever the, it was, was to come back to the Habs. And I think that's super cool. That'd be yeah, awesome he, to get Plecky back. Yeah. He said my priority is to play for the, for the Canadians. Yeah. That my, heart, my heart is in Montreal. My family's in Montreal. So that's my priority. That, that's exactly it. And that is so cool. And he I sort of it. followed it up by saying, I don't know what they're thinking, but like, I mean, I, I'm, I, I would be shocked if they hadn't said to him on the way out, you know, we'll bring you back, finish out your career here. I don't think he, uh, I was saying this on Twitter in a conversation yesterday. I don't think that he's kidding himself about himself. I don't think he's going to come back and get an $8 million contract. Mm -hmm. And if he's invested wisely, I'm sure that he's quite well to do and that, you know, the, the payoff is not a big priority for him, but he would like to be in Montreal. You know, his kids were born and raised there and his wife is there and his house is there and his family's there and his life is there. And there's no reason for him not to want to come back at, at, you know, at a reasonable price. But the fear of course is that uh, Claude Julien dinosaur that he is, is going to have him on the top line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't bring him back because Julian's going to bring play him on the top line all the I time. Don't, nah. I don't have a fear of that. I'm Neither not. I don't either. No, of course I, I would actually no. be fine with it. <laughs> I mean, what's going to happen if he comes back? Is that Plucky's going to be matched up against the really tough lines because Plucky shuts him down. He drives him crazy. And that'll be it. And also, I have wife that makes songs. I don't need money. <laughs> exactly. I play hockey and soccer at times. <laughs> I 100% believe he would take a hometown discount to come back. I oh, yeah. don't think yep. that's agreed. I'm not even worried that's about unexpected. that. I honestly feel like it's already set up. Yeah. They've already got And an like agreement. July 1st. Yeah. It'll be done. Do you think, signed. 
Do you think that they'll announce Plucky first? Or do you want I would save it for last, but that's just me. I would I would just be like, <laughs> we're going to make him wait. It's, it's going to be like, we've re-signed Thomas Placanitz and also John Tavares. <laughs> but Plucky! Yeah. Turtlenecks for all. Yes. Yes. So great. <laughs> a turtleneck gun instead of a t-shirt gun. <laughs> oh. They have to do that for his thousandth for game. For his thousandth game. I was just going to say. Everybody. <laughs> turtleneck t-shirt gun yes i'm in i'm down with it i mean i already have jeff molson. make it happen jeff molson <laughs> yeah Somebody jeff if you're him. listening case molson to address in new york and just, the turtleneck gun please yes we just have to talk to Brittany, the uh habs uh twitter <laughs> person she will uh is that her name she will... <laughs> no, i thought that was just wasn't... a i thought that was just no. a random girl at the mall <laughs> But she's also the the has Twitter person. It was a it was a joke about on on Twitter earlier today how people like abuse the the um, fans abuse the people who run the social media accounts for sports mm-hmm. teams. And so I was like, leave leave the person alone. Like they're they're it's not Mark Bergevin. Yeah, behind that tweet <laughs> that Twitter account is Brittany from the mall. And so everybody was like, good job, Brittany, you're awesome. Like just like tweeting at the Montreal Canadiens <laughs> Twitter account. So it's just a joke. It is good that uh, people are being so positive and and responding so positively. You do see the odd idiot who goes, ooh, good work at, 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 you know, being so great right now. And you used, instead of being so old school and stuffy and whatever, like there are still some people who do not understand how to give a compliment or how to be positive or say something nice. But for the most part, People have been really kind and sort of really receptive to the new Twitter account. Right. It's um, or, sorry, the same Twitter account, new social media person. Yeah. However, that worked yeah. out. Um, I can only imagine that plot twist. It's actually the guy from Vegas. Just wait till the no. season starts. Please no. Oh my and God. Something Please terrible no. will happen. Why would you even say that? Because yeah. you know, <laughs> he's now somewhere. He's somewhere. No, you he's don't not. Don't know where he is. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm not angry. I'm scared. He can't be working with an NHL account. <laughs> yeah, let's hope he's doing like a social media feed out of like, I don't know, KFC or something. <laughs> no, they've got Reba. Mm. Reba, yes. Leave Reba alone. <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong no, 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 no. about I mean, Reba. I mean, no, oh, okay. keep Reba away from that, 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 yeah. that snake. Yeah. Yeah. In the grass. Oh. yeah. Yeah. This is the second time Reba has come up for me this week. What a weird week it's been. Hey, well, you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So now you have to tell us about the first time. Oh, I was watching like The Land Before Time, like <gasps> 946. I don't even know which oh. one it was, but she was a pterodactyl. I don't know, a flying one. Did, did she have a singing part? She sure did. Wow. <laughs> Why do you get Reba to voice a character yeah. unless she's going to sing? The Sing-A-Dactyl. It was a very inspirational song. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I was I was moved. I love Land Before Time. The first one was like one of my favorite movies as a child. A wee Dave watching dinosaurs <laughs> as they go on their journey to find the leaf, whatever it was called. Damn it. That makes me sad. <laughs> Anyway, oh. that, that was a big tangent. <laughs> the star leaf. Whatever. Sure. I'll, I'll yep. deal with that. I, that's that's going to be a podcast topic way down the road because I have a lot of feelings about the land before time and thoughts on it. We'll have to segue into something else. So, um, yeah, Plecky might be coming back. Gallagher with the uh, King Clancy nomination. Now for new kids that have been signed in the past two weeks. And I think I, think I got the two that are important. Uh, Jake Evans was like a couple weeks ago, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? And that's awesome because he's what? A center and what? A captain. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Leadership. Again, <laughs> attitude. <laughs> um, now, one of the guys that I was surprised that they signed already was the uh, Lucas Vejdemo from Sweden, whom we drafted mm-hmm. in, the, in 2015. And I honestly don't know a whole lot about him, but if he's signed, he must be doing good, and I'm glad for it. Yeah, yeah I don't too. know much about him either, but yeah. So 
with that being said, the more interesting <laughs> signing I think that came out uh, this week was Alexandra Alain from oh, the yeah. Quebec Major Junior Hockey League playing for Armada. And I believe he's also a captain. And he's currently playing um, through their postseason at the moment. And he's like, he's tearing it up. Yeah, I think a, they won like train. 40 to nothing tonight. What, what did you say, Veronica? I think that they won like forty to nothing, forty to zero in their in their playoff oh. game tonight. Uh, a hockey game? Yeah, a hockey game. Yeah, mad. What? That's mm-hmm. a thing. <laughs> oh my god! Wouldn't you just like walk off the ice when it got to I don't know twenty? <laughs> no, you do a you do I'm a, exaggerating a, a, a for torts, sure. an angry torts. <laughs> yeah, girl. Really. Oh wow! And yeah. then there's then there's Joel Bouchard as well. To talk about as a possibility. Oh, yeah. You mean for the... Uh, for, for the, the Laval job. Right, right, right. Oh, and that's even more interesting to mention, too, is that Jake Evans, Alain, and uh, uh, Vademo, however you uh, pronounce his name, there are going to be three new players uh, in the Rocket system. And it's like, I mean, the Rocket had probably a worse season than the Habs, as difficult as that is to comprehend, but that was the case. <laughs> but, man, you toss those kids in, with the seasons that they're having now and hopefully it translates pretty good and rocket might have uh might have some good stuff uh for us next year and in addition hi, to angus perhaps hi angus Celine. hi angus <laughs> he has some rocket opinions très, très bon nice um, i follow the habs he follows laval wow no kidding. that's how we split it around here yeah he's got refined tastes i can know i can only i'm not surprised given uh, the company that he keeps. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, um, what but about... I do think oh. what will be important, sorry, too, with all those new kids in Laval is whoever's going to be leading them. Yeah. Since it's not Lafave anymore. Yeah, since Lafave does not have the farm anymore. Um... And and I thought it was interesting that so many people were suggesting that Ducharme might be a candidate for that job. So for him to just kind of jump right over the AHL and end up in the NHL was quite interesting. Yeah, that's actually a really good point to bring up too, because given that he, oh crap, what what is the league with the Mooseheads there? The Western Hockey League, is it? I don't know the name of it. Are, are you talking about the league? Are you talking about the league that they play in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual name of it. It's slipping my mind right now. It's they're in the QMJHL. Okay, okay. Wait, are they? So, like, yes. Huh. Well, that's cool then. So, well, if that's the case, then <laughs> having Ducharme right from that league, you know, jump the AHL and just go straight into, uh, you know, being a bench boss for the Habs is, uh, that's not nothing. That's uh, quite a bit of confidence that the mm-hmm. front office is putting into Ducharme. And I think it's warranted, though, because, I mean, he had a hell of a few years as the Mooseheads coach winning the Memorial Cup, like, what, two, three times in his tenure or something like that? I remember looking it up, and he's he has quite a record there. Yeah, I'm not sure what his record was, but, yeah. He's good. He's good. Obviously. <laughs> so, now with um, the other aspect, then, of all of this is talking about uh, Joel Bouchard, and seeing if he would come into the AHL. But where is he currently, Mr. Bouchard? Monsieur Bouchard? Do we know? I actually don't think I know. I don't know. I'm wondering, Mr. I'm going to look that up really quick. I can hear you. You're Googling. I am. Google knows everything. It's good. I am. I am. I am. What is he up to? Who? Joel Bouchard. Joel Bouchard. Yeah. He's he's the GM of the Armada. Is he the GM? How interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did I see Since something they... last night about the Habs acquiring that team? Like buying that team? Owning that team? Oh my god. Really? They signed they signed that player from there. That's yeah, what we yeah. were just talking that was about. A, that was a Alexander Alain. That's without yes. signing. No, but I saw something Do you mean about, on top about of that. On top of that, oh. the whole team, like owning that team as well. <laughs> what were we looking up about Bouchard? Just what he's up to. Oh, what is up oh, to? sorry. Oh, I just, I was just, I was, I'm googling also, but then I was like, wait, 
Yeah. It well, took me a long time to figure out how to correctly spell his name. <laughs> Um, I think the only thing I can find, Veronica, is that that's a rumor that it might happen, but I don't know that it has happened. Ooh, it's a rumor in French, too. Ooh, la rumor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can find is a TVA sports article. Right. Right, yep, I see a headline. Akire li armada, je pense que le Canadien est tout cette possibilité from Martin McGuire. My, my. Yeah. He thinks Look at that your French. That's the pronunciation's fine, but everything it's else is great. garbage. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> Actually, I think I lied to you. The only article I can find is from Twenty Five Stanley, so I think it's just oh, not going to happen. Okay. That's that's fake news. <laughs> the one that I'm looking at is at uh, ninety eight point five FM Montreal. Oh, still fake news. Oh, okay. Screw that. X. <laughs> bye. It's the, ra- it's the radio equivalent of Twenty Five Stanley. Oh Jesus! I didn't even realize that. Oh well. Sorry oh. to anybody who listens that's listening <laughs> to that one. <laughs> no, we're free reeling right now. We're oh, not good. we're not <laughs> journalists. We're pundits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're just fans. We're just fans. But so since we don't know anything about that, let's move on to my next topic, and that's injuries. Shaw. <laughs> oh my god. Andrew Shaw's out for six months with the knee operation. Yes, but he has a pile full of dogs. Yeah, oh, he dogs. totally does. Surrounded by dogs in his bed. And those are good nurses. Super Absolutely. adorable. So it pretty much means that with all the dogs there, he'll be back up in like four months and still make training camp. He's going to be fine. Yes. He's going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, that's the exactly dogs will speed works. the healing. Exactly. <laughs> I will say, though, too, and I'm sorry because I think I've brought this up in literally every podcast we've done so far, but that's like yet again another time where people just jump all over the Habs organization without doing one tiny second of research. It's like, why Why did they wait so long to do his surgery? Why did they not do it right away? Why is mm-hmm. he now going to miss training camp? Because they waited so long without even thinking about his, enti- his history of concussions that he ended the <laughs> season with. You can't do surgery or they don't do surgery when you have concussion symptoms occurring. So, I don't know. Everybody Pet has a mind. medical degree. Exactly. It was a pet peeve of mine. Like, choose to criticize before you find out all the information. It's just my least favorite thing. It's stupid. That's what I have to say. Yeah, it is. It. It's just frustrating because it's not warranted yeah. in this case. And I think there are plenty of things that they do that are that warrant criticism. So don't waste your breath on the ones that don't. Yes. Yeah. And Pick like, yes, they said they're going to be, they, yes, they said they're going to be more transparent, but then you can't get mad about what they, they're not going to tell you everything. They're going to tell you what color everybody's underwear is on a given day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. No. <laughs> no. Um, but then you can't get mad at the information that they do give you. Like, you're not, like, the, t- yes. Like I, like I said, when I went on my really long rant a few episodes ago, yes, you as a fan are paying the team money, but you, like you are not the end all be all to the team's actions with what their day to day, what they do. So what they give you is what you're going to get and you have to accept that. They're, they have acknowledged that they need to give us as fans more information and be a little more transparent with us. And so they are working on that. And it's going to take time for them to figure out exact, like a, a, a new happy medium. But y'all need to chill out. Not you, <laughs> not you guys, but just the fans in your know, just, just like take a deep cleansing breath and calm down. Go kind of feel pet like, one um, of Andrew Shaw's puppies and yes. relax a little bit. Beth is correct. But also Ashley is also correct. I approve of dog petting. <laughs> I also I approve of any animal petting. I kind of feel like with from a few weeks ago when Mark Bergevin was on Tout le monde en parle, um, when he was, uh, people jumped all over the following day how he kind of sort of qualified the comment that uh, Jeff Molson had made in that interview, I believe with the journal. Um, saying that, talking about that trade that happened back in 2016 and kind of how it uh, how it went down, and um, you know, sort of saying that the decision had been made months in advance. And then what Mark Bergevin said was, well, so you know, what actually happened was 
you know, that it hadn't been that that trade itself hadn't been in the works for all of those months. It was it it literally did happen at the last minute with, you know, Poyle calling him on the day of the draft and and kind of talking and then the you know, sort of the the trigger was pulled days later. And everybody was jumping all over the fact that Bergevin had contradicted Jeff Molson and sort of creating this controversy too the point that the Habs had to clarify it and 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 printed they printed a story about it in the the press la presse uh, you know two or three days after the article had been written sort of the you know you know it's kind of this fascination with making again making the Habs to be malevolent liars but you know I I also kind of feel like. You're going to get transparency now, and I think that they're working towards that, and I think that it's actually a genius idea because it gets in front of the story, and it sort of kills all of these salacious stories that people would run with. But it, on the other hand, do you really want to know the truth about everything? Because you might not be able to handle it. <laughs> Honestly. Like, and- you think of Jack Nicholson in that movie. That's what I think of. Like, do you really want the truth? A few good men. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> right. A few good men. I have to look that up now. Um, But I have an additional point to that. I have never seen the Habs release a press statement to clarify something that. Um, I loved it. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's absolutely. That's what they said they were going to do. And now they're doing it. And people can't bitch about it anymore. Yeah. If you're going to talk exactly. about what we said, we're going to qualify it we're gonna say what actually happened and talk to you like children and explain to you you know like these crazy narratives that get people worked up over nothing i kind of really really loved that this first act of this new transparency was uh hang on a second media you're wrong (laughs) this is what happened yeah yes it was very pleasing to me yeah you really want to know yeah, I would just here love it is. It. Yeah, I would just love it for the media to get to get back to telling stories and 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 writing an interesting, thoughtful thing. You know, writing an interesting, thoughtful article. That's the word. Um, that's fact based. Yeah, that's fact based, and mm-hmm. and you know maybe like you can in, inject a little bit of opinion into it, but m- mostly I, I just want to hear something thoughtful and something that isn't just your bias. You know what I mean? Like today yeah. I saw, you know, that fellow Brendan Kelly, who I actually think is probably really cool in real life because I've, I've seen him a few times, you know, in interviews or whatever. And I think he's probably really cool, but Oh my God, he is so just <laughs> one sided on all of this stuff that he was actually bitching about the Habs new social media presence. He was bitching about it. Yeah, He's going, that's... how not to tw- how not to tweet. See at Golden Knights. Like, fuck off. Yeah, the whole okay <laughs> that particular thing. Brendan Kelly, we're calling you out right now. This is the first Brandon time. Kelly. This is the first time we've called someone out on this podcast, I think. <laughs> but here we go because Brendan Kelly, he freaking deserves it for a stupid profile picture. <laughs> so. <laughs> With that, with that particular tweet, it was the tweet where the Habs are like, oh, hey, it's been raining for four days. What do you guys do to pass the time until October? We listen to Coldplay. That's a funny tweet. You it was cute. You don't it was adorable. Go, I loved it. You don't have to go into freaking Build-A-Bear and burn it down, Brendan Kelly. <laughs> Fuck off. Damn it. Such That's a the thing, right? Like, I feel freaking... like he's just creating things to be angry about out of nowhere like there's no there's no need for that like i said oh. five minutes ago there's enough things that this team does that warrant our criticism and things like that that there's no need to just manufacture some bullshit out i of guess Brandon kelly just likes it when it rains he doesn't want it at the end <laughs> Miserable <laughs> bastard. Jesus. Well, it's true. Like it's bad for his business and his clientele to be positive and to have Habs fans being oh positive and optimistic and like the sun's coming out. Like it's bad for his business because he's been building his you know his whole backing on everything being shit for the past two years. 
I will say, though, I have him blocked, so I don't see this stuff, and it's very nice. Scalfading. <laughs> uh, okay, I can't even. That's too extreme. All right. Uh, just, oh. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Yeah, it drives me nuts, and I just, I you know, I just can't wait for everything to be all better again and for the Habs to start winning again. I'm still going to find something to bitch about. I am not going to accept all of those bitchers and moaners back, though, in our fray. I am going to make them work <laughs> to come back to the fan base and be one of us again. Because this bullshit that we've endured for the past two years, I'm sorry. It hasn't snowed for two weeks. Ah, just ah, <laughs> The Habs, Mark Brisbane. It's... Oh. <laughs> it's like that meme where the person's riding the bicycle and then they fall over <laughs> they blame something random that wasn't even there <laughs> yeah. for them falling over yeah damn hab mm. <laughs> and then mm. sorry if I'm talking too much but if no you're like, perfect I'm triggered if, I'm calming down right now <laughs> when like there's okay so I guess it's part of the human condition Yes. I was once involved with a person in my life who took up a big part of my life who was so unbelievably negative about everything. And once I decided to cut that out of my life, I've gone the complete opposite way because I have never seen any value in complaining about anything. Okay, and that's literally my life story as well. Right? <laughs> I, there's there's no value yeah. in it. And, and although I might be complaining about it now, I'm really just venting. But, like, how are you helping? How are you helping? Let us dwell on everything that went wrong last season and complain about it. Like, how are you part of the solution? Bringing everybody back to your negative opinions and things that have happened in the past. Like, it's literally spilt milk. Like, why are you complaining about spilt milk? How are we going to deal with it? How are we going to fix it? It's literally the Habs are not like, we're not going to fix this at the midterm election. Nobody's voting. It, it is what it is. And we just have to wait and see how everything plays out. But on the other hand, if you look at last season and say, okay, we sucked all season, but guess what we got out of sucking all season? Third overall pick even though we beat Detroit in that game on April the whatever. Yeah. So we have third Good. overall. At 11.59 p.m. God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing that we have is a boatload of cap space. I'm not going to cry anymore about how, of the, those players that weren't signed last summer, which I, again, I do not place all the blame on Bergevin about, even though that's a very popular sort of knee-jerk thing to want to do. So we've got a, a million trillion dollars in cap space, and we have our third overall Adjusted pack. for inflation. Adjusted for inflation and not accounting for taxes. Right. But, Million right? jillion. Yeah, absolutely. So, Incredible like, point. Why not look forward to the possibilities? And I do not think that they're going to, like, they're not stupid people, despite what everybody wants to think, that everybody's smarter than they are. Like, there's there's like a lot to be excited about. So why not do that instead of dwell on the past, which you have no control over? And I have no control over the future either. But it's like, what do you get out of this? Exactly. And you bring up one of the best points in that if you're not part of the solution, you, you, you have, you have no say. Literally. All you can do is talk to somebody, write down what they say, and tell other people what they said. And that's <laughs> it. That is, the, that is the zenith of your being right now. <laughs> Everything else is fog in the woods. And nobody <laughs> likes that shit. It's scary. Damn Can you it. imagine liking that shit? Like, how? Oh. All right. I have to do a hard segue. Jake, oh. Jake Evans has a surgery uh. for a sports hernia 12 weeks. He'll be fine. That seemed like the most Habs thing ever. Like, we've just signed Jake Evans. And by the way, he just had surgery. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds like this season. That get makes that, perfect get sense. Get that hernia out of there. <laughs> get it out right. of the way. Let's be good to go next year. 
And yeah, that was that was the most Habs-ish thing to happen this week. And I have one more thing to, no. to say. Oh. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Why do you I hate know. me? <laughs> Veronica, you get so upset every week. You're like, no. <laughs> so upset. I uh, have more opinions. <laughs> oh, I've got opinions. And <laughs> we're out of time. Oh, there it is. I knew but it. we will close out with our thoughts. And Veronica can go first if you want. Wait, are they our good favorite Habs? Th- our ha- favorite Habs things of the week. Habs thing. Our Habs uh. things. Oh, Veronica okay, for has me, it, so many thoughts. I know. I can but feel her head of... through my, my, my <laughs> headphones. <laughs> okay. I actually just changed my thought. Um, our guys, Brandon Gallagher and Shay Weber, mm. were in Saskatchewan this mm. past week for the Humboldt, We Are Humboldt, uh, fundraiser that um, and they were photographed and on on Instagram with Haley Wickenheiser and they were there representing us and um, I just I just thought it was really cool and lovely and wonderful and it was wonderful to see their faces again and uh, see some sort of goodwill and you know, support for that community who's been through so much. And anyway, I was just really, I was really glad to see them again and, and, and glad to see them together and for a cause. Like, you know, when you think about, you know, how much we bitch and moan about each other and the two sides on the fan bases and everything else, I feel like the hockey community brings us all together. And, and when things like this happen, which thank God they don't happen uh, often, but um, when things like this happen, I feel like it brings everybody together. And you think about all these guys, they grew up this way, you know, um, with, you know, the hockey brotherhood and, you know, all the bus trips and all the stories that they have and making friends with each other. And, and these guys grew up that way and they know what it's about and that they were there. It, I don't know. I just kind of felt a, a real sort of warmth around that whole event. And I, I was really glad to see those guys and their smiling faces and who else would you want representing you but those two really 100 percent. well said for a great cause and uh a cause that has i mean incredible support inside and outside Mm -hmm. of hockey and that's exactly what they deserved and that is what hockey and sports and teammates and camaraderie underlined and that's what that should be Mm mm-hmm who has a Habs thought? Ashley, Beth, anybody? I have one. Um, I just, we had so much to talk about this week, and it just made me really think back to the, the post-mortem, like less than a month ago, yeah. when Mark Bergevin was like, we know we have work to do, and we're going to be doing it. Like, we've, we we know what, what we have to do. And, like, there's been so much. There's been signings and firings and hirings. And it's just, I feel like they haven't stopped working since the season ended. And I just think, like, what, what more can you ask for as a fan? Like, they recognize their issues and now we're setting out to solve them. Um, and I'm just, I'm really excited for how hard they're working and for to see what their um, end product's going to be come October. Here, here. Absolutely. Agreed. Beth, do you have a hab thing to talk about? I do. <laughs> I do. Um, so Sunday, this Sunday, May 6th, is Brendan Gallagher's birthday. <gasps> and I'm just very excited oh about it. Oh, God. And I do have a tie picked out to send him, and it's just going to oh be God. very late. It's going to be very late <laughs> because I lost track of time. And, yeah. But it has stars on it because oh it's a star. God. <laughs> and I'm gonna write him like a cute letter. Oh my god! Him. So yeah, that's adorable. Because he's wonderful, and I want to send him a present for his birthday. <laughs> he's gonna be 26. Wow! Yeah. Awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> wow. He's gonna answer you. 
Yes, I hope is. so. God oh my it. god, I would, I would die. <laughs> Make sure you, uh, you tag us and tell them. Yeah, you have to tag us and the half. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely gonna talk about happy hour in my letter <laughs> to. Yeah. We'll, de we'll devote an entire episode to oh. the reply that you get from him. Easily. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, every, every, like John yeah. Guevara is gonna get signed. That's like, no, we got the Brandon Gallagher letter right <laughs> yeah. here. We got the Gallagher memo right here. Oh, I, today. I wonder what his handwriting looks like. Oh, I bet it's terrible chicken scratch. Yeah, <laughs> as well. Street what if he surprises us and he has actually like pretty decent handwriting? No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> no. no yeah, I will. I will keep no, you all updated. I, and I, I will keep you all updated on Perfect. what happens with my Brendan Gallagher birthday present. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Heck yeah. So, Dave and you, my hab-related thought is something I actually discovered today. Um. I was sitting at work during one of my breaks, and uh, one of the guys on Twitter, one of our listeners, uh, John, whom I believe we know are Ron Swanson of uh, Canadian Twitter. Yes. <laughs> um, he retweeted uh, one of the Habs TV chats that was featuring Kirk <laughs> Muller and Mike Keen, mm. and it is the most they they have to they have to bring back alumni to do these things more often because they are absolutely hilarious. They have no decorum whatsoever, and it is an amazing, an amazing video. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It was released four months ago, so I think that's like, yeah. what, December or January or something like that? But it's just Kirk Muller, Mike Keen, and no rules. <laughs> I was surprised about some of the stuff that came out of that video. I was like, Holy crap! But, um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear some uh, some stories about the '93 Stanley Cup win and what they do today and whatnot, it's 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 really funny. They're they're funny dudes and they take jabs at each other quite a bit. And uh, that's so cool. It was so fun. It was really great. And that's it. Ashley, no, Ashley went. Ashley already. Sorry, went. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone has gone, so we have to go now. Unfortunately, oh. I know. But I miss we... you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I miss you too. Happy Star oh. Wars Day, everyone! Happy, happy, happy Star Wars Day! <laughs> Beth, should we end on your joke? Yes. Oh yes. Oh okay, okay. So, okay. So Darth Vader goes to La Patisserie. It's his weekly visit, Ooh. and he walks in. Huh? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> and so he walks in, and the baker says, "Oh, hi, Darth Vader. Are you here for your usual three loaves of bread and two tartatans?" And Darth Vader says, "Wow, sir, you have a great memory." And the baker says, "Oh no, your order is easy. Pan, 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 tartatan, tartatan." Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> no. <laughs> In a very good way. Okay, guys. Um, I'm sorry, but we have to stop now. And um, we've just lost like a hundred listeners. Sorry, everyone that was listening. Have a try to enjoy your night, and um, we'll make sure this doesn't happen ever again. Oh, <laughs> Beth, that was great. That was glorious. Uh, Bye, everybody. <laughs> That's it. Bye. 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 Happy Star Wars Day. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.